0: Good morning. good morning. I'm glad you can hear me now. This morning I just preaching the whole time. Nobody hear me. I'm glad I heard, you know, when I said good morning, everybody said good morning back. That's mean you hear me. Right? Thank God. I'm so thankful this morning uh, uh, to be here as uh As the representative, you know, physically, uh, uh, God uh, messenger here. And uh, as Andrew said, I'm not coming here to performing a show, and I don't have nothing to perform either, but um, I just here just like I open to the Holy Spirit to use me and then uh, to bring the word of God. I forgot something this morning, and you remind me that I think everyone, every one of you, either you were there with us physically or you were praying for us, we said thank you to all who were supporting us in our 13 years of anniversary. May God bless you for that. And you really show me that I am not just a, a pure Haitian, but we all working in the kingdom of God. Um, this morning, I'm going to uh, read on Matthew 6, if you have your Bible, grab it and open with me on Matthew 6, verse 19 to 24. And the second thing I'm going to tell you, Pastor Jim is not here. I am not Pastor Jim, I am Little Vic, you know, and then uh, he's a fast reader, you know, and then just, you know, you know how is it, but uh, I am just me, and follow me. Verse 19, uh, Matthew 6, do not store up for yourself a treasure on earth where moth and uh, wash destroy. And where thieves are breaks are instill, but stir up for, for yourself treasures in heaven, where moth and was do not destroy, and where thieves do not awaken and steal. For where your treasure is, where your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hurt the one and love the other. Or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. As we know, we, know, we are on the process of 40 days of spiritual journey. And then last week, we heard Pastor Jim uh Preach on uh, the first treasure principle, it was uh, God owns everything, but I am his money manager. And he put that from, you know, Matthew 25, he got a, a wonderful uh, uh, scripture where they're <clears throat> talking about, you know, the, the talents. Three people. That the owner give you know different uh, different uh, level of talents, but uh, you see some of them they work well, they do well. But the one uh, who didn't do anything, he was full of uh, arrogance and uh, and full of uh, the, his word, his mouth have some called word that was you really terrible when he come to the master. Huh? I know you are a wood, a wood boss. I know you are you are hard. That how when you don't do your job, you criticize. Because you don't do your part. The whole thing that you do, your heart just seeking for one thing to say, but it's not really seeking to do the will of your master. And then uh he mentioned three principles. One is uh, we receive a trust. We receive a trust. That trust is a deposit of grace. And secondly, he says, uh, we receive a test. That test is an opportunity to to invest our deposit of grace. And the third one, it was, we receive a trophy. You know, a reward of grace. And this morning... I come into the second treasure principle. The second treasure principle. It says, uh, my heart always goes where I put God's money. My heart always goes where I put God's money. Before I enter deeply into into this object, I want to read for you uh, from, woman uh, uh, twelve, verse one and two. Woman twelve, maybe a lot, of, most of you might be know. <clears throat> Therefore, I urge you, brothers. In the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not confirm, conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And then this verse, they're going to work with Matthew six. Until you give yourself totally to God, you won't know how to do the will of God. And then uh, here, Paul speaks, <coughs> and then he said, you know, oh, we need to give ourselves to God, totally depending on him. Rely on him, you know, and then uh, surrender all who you are in him, and then you will receive knowledge and wisdom to know how to manage God's thing, how to do the will of God, how to you know, use the quality of God. And then the second, thing is, uh, the second thing we need to do is to receive the word of God as the word of God. Not the word of man, not the word of Jim, not the word of Ludovic, not the word of whoever, but uh, receive it as the word of God. Not just see all the Bible just writing by men, but you have to receive it as the word of God, as He said. on First Thessalonians two thirteen, He says, uh, it says here, and uh, we also thank God continually because when you receive the word of God, which you heard uh, from us, you accept it not as the word of men, but as act- as it actually is the Word of God, which is at work in you when you believe, when you believe. Receive the Word as the Word of God, that's where now, if you receive the message as the message from God, and then you will see how to put it into practice. But until you're not open, you totally and neatly to the to the will of God to, to give yourself to God, and there is something that's going to blind you, just like Paul said in Second Corinthians four and then four, he says the God of this world will blind you, and then you cannot see the truth, you cannot see the reality. But uh, we need uh, to open our heart to God, and then uh, we will see how to spend God money. But you know, Pastor Jim was preaching on uh, sec- first, Second Corinthians eight and nine. When I look at Second Corinthians eight and nine, there is uh, thirty-nine verses there, on those two chapters. Just like the whole Old Testament books. And then those thirty-nine verses, every single one talking about money. Just on, on just just two chapters just talking about money. And then money have important. But uh, when it got important, when uh, you use it according to God will. When you use it according to God's way. When you not let money become in, uh, your leader, your master. And that's why we're going to talk to this morning. We're going to talk about uh, two treasuries and then uh, two visions. And two masters. Let's go to. He said uh, there is two places. Where we can place. Or we can put God money. You can put it either. On earthly treasure. Or on heavenly father. On, on, on an heaven, heavenly treasure. Jesus warned us. In Matthew, where to put the money? For you will see it again. And when we will see it, there will be great joy. But also he talked about it, where to put it also. If you put it there, you will never see it. And then sadness will come. When you take the money of God, you put it on the waste basket. You will never see that money because you use it on the wrong way. you talking about the earthly treasure. Let's look with me on uh, Ecclesiastes, e- e- Ecclesiastes 5, 10 to 15. Ecclesiastes ten, <coughs> Ecclesiastes 5, 10 to 15. Whoever loves m- money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth, is never satisfied with his income. This too is meaningless, as, as goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are there to the to the owner, except to the, except to to feast his eyes on them. The sleep of the of laborers is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but uh, the, um, the, uh, the, the abundance of the rich may not permit him to sleep, to, uh, permit him no sleep. I have not uh, seen a uh, grievous or uh, evil under the sun. Wealth, harbored to the to the harm of its owner, or wealth? lost through some misfortune, so that when he has a son there, there is nothing left for him. Naked a man comes from his mother's womb. And, a, and as he came he comes, so he departs. He takes nothing from him from his labour that he can carry in his hand. The man who's speaking here, that's a man who got a lot of money, a man who has a, who had a lot of wisdom. His name is Solomon. And then uh, who speak about money. And then he says, uh, whoever loves money, eh, never has enough. It's becoming so greedy. It's seeking for more, you know, and then uh, for more and more because it's never satisfied with what is up. Always want more. And then uh, it says, uh, this too is meaningless, money and wealth. They are meaningless. I I don't know why Solomon said that. Why he said, they are meaningless. That because the way they become in for you, the way you take them, the way you use them, you not use them for the purpose of the kingdom of God, but you use them just for your own for your own glory, or to just waste. Wasting in this world on all the things that call pleasure in this world. But when you're investing in the kingdom of God, it is different. And in a, the earthly treasure, that's where people are spending the money where they will never see it again. When you spend on the thing, you know, that don't have value, that the thing that you, you, you try to just, uh, working hard and then put the money there, and then you're not spending wisely. Or we can say, okay, if I go into wealth, I go, to TCF, I just say some names. That's where your treasury is. But sometimes uh, you just scared when you heard CBS got, uh, or you heard uh, uh, TCF got wow, back there. Right? And that happened all the time. Even they got camera, they have all kinds of the things that they have today. You know, robber is still doing their job. They're still doing their jobs. And then <clears throat> Jesus said, you know, we need to spend our money wisely, spending in the kingdom of God, where you will see it again, and when you see it again, the happiness will come. And and uh, Psalm forty nine verse sixteen twenty it said, "Do not be overwrought when a man grows rich." Do not be troubled. Do not be afraid of that. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be shaken. When a man becomes rich, when a woman prosper on his earthly prospering, when the splendor of his house increases, for he will take nothing with him when he dies. His splendor will not descend with him. Though well he leave, he counted himself blessed. And and men praise you when you when you prosper. He will join the generation of his fathers who will never see the light of the light of life. And men who has riches without understanding is like a beast that perish. I don't know if you, used, if you used to work in the city, if you go out of the city, where a car hurt a deer or any animals on the street. And then uh, after two days, three days, you see flies start coming over and cover that animal's. And then uh, here the psalmist uh, used the same term with somebody who's spending on their earthly treasure. Just like that. That's the way you are. When you're spending where you, you will not see it. When, you say, when you're spending where it's not going to make any advantage of you. When he dies, he's not going with anything. The way you come, the way you go. When you are earthly investor, you never think life has three things. Some like this are counted only in the present sense. If you see the story of Abraham and Lazarus and the rich man, and Luke 16, 19 to 31, where the rich man died, and Lazarus died also. And then uh, we heard uh, the rich man that call uh, Abraham, Abraham, please, Abraham, please, may you send Lazarus to dip his, his dip into the water and cool my, my tongue. I am in the misery here. I am in a terrible place here. I am in fire. But that rich man, you know, when you read that story, you see what Jesus explaining there. The rich man had a lot of money. And then when the poor man passed and Lazarus passed every day to his house and then to beg for, for food, he didn't look at, at, at him. He didn't look at him. And even those he can throw in the trash at that time, Lazarus would eat them because he didn't have anything. But he didn't give them to. But one day, you know, he, he, he didn't see the future. It's saw only the time he was. He thought in his mind he will live like that for the whole life. But um, there is the end. There is the end. He didn't see the he didn't see tomorrow, he didn't see the future. The rich man was walking for shame and deception when he was on his on, and when he was in fine and purple and luxury. That's that's how it was. That's where he spent his money. He didn't think about mission. He didn't think about, you know, uh the people who are in need. He didn't think about uh, the, the church of God. He's thinking about those things, but he's thinking about all this thing that will pass away. The word of God said in Matthew, and then uh, everything will pass away. The only thing that will not pass away, that's the word of God. And then he said again in uh, Isaiah 55, the Lord said, you know, the word that I speak out, it will not come back to me in vain. That will accomplish what I said. And then, uh, if Jesus said, you know, there will be, uh, a time, you who's spending here, you will cry, you will cry. You will cry. He didn't accept the, uh, he didn't accept or take the opportunity when the poor man come to him. He didn't take that opportunity to bless himself. He thought he's on all his blessing that he needed. He resisted. It was uh, too late uh, when uh, he went to... When he want to grasp the opportunity. When he went to embrace the opportunity. When he went to give, uh, you know, to, to uh, Lazarus. It was too late. Now he calling, you know, he's calling Abraham, send Lazarus. And then Abraham said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's too late. It's too late. And then plus... There is a wall that, that built between me and you. Uh, you know, it's not me who built it. I can't break it down. When you spend your money, you know, when you spend your time, when you spend your talent that the Lord gives you on the wrong path, you know, there will be a day you will want them back. They will fly away from you. Never see them again. my heart uh, always goes where I put God's money. There is a Catholic priest that says that. It says, uh, one, I once heard uh, a Catholic priest said, the only thing a dead man holds in his hands are the thing given by God. The only thing you can go with uh, is the thing you inverse uh, according to God's way. You cannot go with anything else. You can go with all you can't not go with all the things that you 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 that belong to you on this world. You go and leave everything behind. But the only thing you can carry is the thing you are deposited on God's hand on the kingdom of God that's the thing you can go with. My, my, my heart always goes where I put God money. Luke 12, uh, eight, Luke 12, 18, 21 said, he's speaking to the rich man. Then uh, he said, uh, this is what I will do. I will tear down uh, my, my burns and build a bigger ones. And there I will store all my gain and, and my goods. And I will say uh, to myself, You have plenty of good things. Let them up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God has said to him, You fool. You fool. This very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then, uh, you, then who will get what uh, you have prepared for, for yourself? This is how it will be with anyone who store up things for himself but is not rich toward God. This is, you know, when you get money, And then you want your money to be your money for yourself. And then you don't see needy people. You don't see to spending your money wise. This man planning, he make his own plan. The man made his own treasure at his own place. He didn't even go to the bank of this world. He just make all the stuff at his own place. Because he got fear also. He fell of fear because he don't trust anyone. He don't trust anyone. He don't trust missionaries. He don't trust, you know, people of God. He don't trust the, the people who run in the church. He was uh, extremely greedy. He was full of himself. He thought uh, he was the owner of his breath. No one can take it away from him. He is the Alpha and the Omega. That's what he's got on his mind because he didn't give himself to God. He's just captivated by the enemy. And he could not see, you know, the future. Easy life and pleasure were his only God good life, marry, you know, drinking, you know, and then that's all. Eat, and all those blessings that come from God, you just take them, you know, and then use them, and then forget about God. But, on, but God appeared immediately. God said, oh, that's your plan. I will tell you that your breath does not belong to you. I will tell you, that's me, your breath is in my palm, I will pull it from you. in a clink of eyes, you know, and then the, the life of the man passed away. He didn't use any of this thing that he's going to do. This man have a, a really poor vision. Really poor. 19 19.21 says, many are uh, the plans and the and the man's of heart, but uh, it is the Lord's uh, purpose that prevails. You know, it is not the plan of man; it is the God plan that prevails. No matter how hard you can work on it, you know you cannot, you know, uh, 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 contradict the plan of God. Are you still or not changing uh, your plan? And come in to invest into the kingdom of God? Where you will see joy? My heart always goes where I put God money. Let's see the one who put his money on the heavenly treasure. Let's tune with me on Luke 12 32 and 33. Luke 12, 33. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide a purses for yourself that will not tear out, In a pleasure, a treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. We need, you know, this is the people who spend, this is where we need to spend as a people of God. As a people who put yourself to God. And then all your money is belong to God. And also, you're going to use it for the purpose of the kingdom of God. You're not going to use it, you know, um, on a foolish way. But are you going to spending wisely? You know, you're going to thinking, wisely, how can I do this? Lord, show me. You bless me, and I want to bless others. And I'm glad for this church here. We are, we are a blessing church. But the Lord wants to bring us to an, an, a, a, to a, 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 greater, a greater place of blessing. And I know there's people here who give themselves for the purpose of this work. You know, and then I know there's people who sell the house, you know, who are going away for the purpose of the kingdom of God. Who want to put their money on God's treasure. And I know the people who sell the house, who give the part of it to this kingdom. I know people who work hard, you know, to bring money in, the, in this house to make the house of God look in as the house of God. That's blessing. That's exactly where you're supposed to be. That's how what we're supposed to do. There is people here who invest in different ways, encouraging others, building others. You know? Anything you do, and Matthew, he said, anything you do, that for me you do it. You know? Invest in the kingdom of God. The kingdom kingdom is given to us free of charge. The grace. And then that's where Jesus said, you know. And then He is, He knows everything, and everything belongs to Him. This wall is for Him. But He said, do not spend your 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 money on earthly treasure. But He knew. If He if He gave you that warning, as uh, people who following Him, you need to embrace His warning and then do it according to His will. We do not need uh, to carry. What we have with us, we will have better and greater as we give them to the needy, as we spending here wisely, as we deposit them in the, into, into the bank of heaven. And any money, any money, anything you do, any talent you, you use for the purpose of the kingdom of God, you will see it. And the Bible said not only when you got into the heaven, but even here you can start experience the goodness of God, the blessing of God. Isaiah said, you know, where you, there is a highway. You know, there is a highway to go to heaven, but he said that highway no enemy can come on it then Isaiah 35 verse 18 it says "And this, this highway you no know, whoever cannot, cannot go in it. they cannot go over that highway but uh, you know in, 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 that, in that highway only the one who put their trust in God only the one who put their talent, their gift, their money in God, that those people they have access, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit to go onto that highway. Amen. No one else. Matthew twenty-five. Let's turn there with me quick. I might not have the time to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read uh, uh, one verse in there for you. Matthew twenty-five. Verse 40. Matthew 25, verse 40, he said, The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of those brothers of mine, you did for me. There is a, you know, Jesus stuck in here, he says, you know, there is a man come. comes, when, when I see you, when did I see you? When did I see you You sick, hungry, needy, need money did to pay your rent? You can't pay it, you know, on time. You know, when I did see that, I didn't see you. But uh, he replied, when you do something for someone in the kingdom of God, that's for me, you do it. That's for me, you do it. You not do anything here for anyone else, but you do it for God. God take pleasure in it. That God bless it. God honor it. Continue to do what you're doing, Bethel, and do it twice if you can, <laughs> because there's blessing. And I and I love you. I love you, you know. And then uh, and I know that the Lord are doing a wonderful thing uh, here in this house. There's blessing. What? My heart always goes where I put God money. What is the true treasure? Let's look on Matthew thirteen uh, forty four to see where Jesus answered that question for us. Matthew thirteen forty four. What is the true treasure? The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hiding in the field. When a man found it, he had it again. And then, in his joy, he in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. You know, the question is, you know, what is the what is the true treasure? The true treasure is the kingdom of God. Anyone else? Then the kingdom of God, the people of God, the way you spend it, the true treasure, the missionaries that's on the field, the one who go in on the field. That's where you know that's in yeah, yeah, that for the purpose of the kingdom of God, that's the true treasure, and then that's the treasure the Lord said you need to invest to into. It's not on the thing that can pass away. The thing that can pass away, just like, uh, we have a little history on, um, uh, uh, two fellow, one called Malice and the other one called Buki. And then, uh, they went uh, to a place, uh, as, to rob the place, to rob the place. And then uh, Malice said to Buki, you know what you need to do? Cut, you know, you got the big bags, you know. And then he says, cut the back. Of your bag, and you can you can carry more. And then he did. He listened to Malice. He cut his bag, and then and then uh, he, say, he think he's going to carry more. And then each time he start fill his his bag, and then all this is filling, you know, fall, you know, and it starts filling. He thought he's just filling the bag, never fall, and then keep filling, and then everything, and Malice keep taking everything away, keep everything away, and then until the owner of the property come and found Mal- and found Buki there. They get Buki. Buki don't bring anything and Malice have everything go with him. It's just like the enemy. The enemy tell you, don't spend in here. Don't spend in the kingdom of God. And then he just be high of you and take everything that you work hard for, you know, and then he bring them into his wasting basket where you will never see them again. And this morning, I want to tell you, you who know your math really well, if you multiply any number by zero, what is that? I don't hear you. Zero. And be careful. You might have a you know, big amount, you know, and then it's multiplied by zero. You thought you, you multiply by two and more. But when you're spending in the kingdom of God, you start multiplying by two and more. Not by one. By one, it stays the same. It's not changing. But when you multiply it by two and more, when you're spending in the kingdom of God, it start multiplying by two and more. It's not going to stay the same, and it's not going, the result is not going to be nothing. There will be great joy. There will be, you know, uh, you know uh, a, a, an extraordinary thing that you can't even imagine. Because you, we are serving a tristening God. A God of all who got everything. And a God who is the truth. And in, in, in the book of Hebrew, he said, uh, God is a God who he never lied. That's something is impossible for him to do. To lie. And if he said to, to save your money into the kingdom, save it there and you will see it again. My heart always goes where I put God money. You know, there will not be a bankruptcy there, or war, or fire, or any disasters cannot touch the heavenly treasure because it's safe. It's safe. That's the one who built the whole world, who built that, that, that bank there. And that bank is for me and you. No one who don't, who don't put their life in Jesus can go there. But are we working for that? That's why we need to invest into God's kingdom. People who invest into people who invest in the kingdom of God have eternal vision. See better future. Act differently. Spend extravagantly and abundantly right now in the kingdom of God. They're not waiting for tomorrow. Wait right now, they start spinning into the kingdom of God. And then they spin uh, largely with their whole heart because they have a hope they see with God's eyes. They're not see with the human eyes. They see with God's eyes. They see a greater tomorrow. Just like, uh, you know, they spin, they spin well. Just like, you know, the, the story of uh, the poor widow's offering. In and Mark, and, and Mark 12, 41, 44 and then uh, Jesus uh, explained the story of two people uh, of the people who are giving there, and then Jesus stay away and observe what going on. And Jesus saw a woman who gave who gave only two when that she had, maybe two pennies that she had. And she bring them in and put them into the basket. And she said, Lord, that's all I am. It's not just the penny I give you, but I give you all myself. I give you all myself. Just, yes, Lord, God, please, take me. Take me. I give you my heart. I give you myself. Take me. She pouring herself into God. And Jesus said, you know, and then she, she, Jesus looked at the, at the others who gave a big chunk of money. And then Jesus tells the disciples, you know, this lady, this poor widow here, she gave more than anyone here. Yeah. Why? Because she gave with an humble heart. She's spending, you know, she just gave it with all herself. She's not thinking back that the best she can have and that the best she can give it to God and give it totally. Just like we read on uh, woman 12. She gave herself for the purpose of the kingdom. And we got another one uh, from uh, uh, First Kings uh, 17, uh, uh, 17 7 to 16. Another poor widow where Elijah met. After three and a half years, there is no end. They'll, they'll get, they were they they a big famine, you know, great famine at that time. There is no, no money, no, no any food anywhere. But she got only one, probably little cup of flour left with a little oil. She going to make a little bread, and after that, she going to die. That her plan, her and her son, and her son. They're going to finish to eat it and then gone. Enough. That's it. And then God sent his servant into her house. Found her on the way. And then asked her for a cup of water. With a joyful heart she going to get the water. The man called her back and said, May I have a piece of bread? Bring me a piece of bread, too. And the lady said, I take your God as a witness. The small that I have, just for me and my son, when we finish eating, we die. The man said, okay. Elijah said, okay. Bring me the first one that you make. Maybe there is no, no not enough to make two, but he said, bring the first one. That means bring, bring all to me. I found that a little bit greedy. Huh? <laughs> enough, you know, you know, there's no compassion here. Huh? There's no love there. Only only, only only, that. And I have a little baby. And you say, bring it back to you. But uh, she didn't resist the spirit. She bring that to Elijah. Elijah blessed that. The blessing of God come. And the Bible said the flower never stopped flowing, never stop. you know. It just, the house becoming like a, a warehouse of flower. You know, and where the truck just keep, you know, unload, unload flour here and oil. Can you imagine how God worked? He worked different than we are. And there's another woman. His name is Mary. And John 12, verse 1 to 7 to seven. And then uh, where Mary come to Jesus, you know, and pouring an expensive perfume in Jesus' feet. Not water. It's an expensive perfume. And then uh, she washed Jesus' feet. And then that's, this, that's that really show, you know, that she bring all herself to God, to Jesus. Lord Jesus, for what you did for us. I don't have nothing... And Lord, if I couldn't have anything that's better than I, that I, that the act that I do, I will bring it to you because I couldn't do anything for my life. You saved my life, you changed my life, and then you give me my brother back, you know. And then, I, Lord, you are you are God, and then you are God. There is nothing on this world that we can give you that can satisfy you. But Lord, take my life. I just poing, I just poing my life in your feet. She just deposits herself. Into to Jesus' feet. And you see, just like the man just come back, Judas just come back. Oh, no, no. This money can go to, to, to you, know, you know, can go to the poor. And Jesus said, where you were, where you were, I think you're always there where the poor people is. You never killed them. And then now you want to kill them? Huh? Now... You want to kill them? And Jesus said, You know, this act that woman made, that's need to testify wherever we preach the gospel. Can you imagine that? Bring to yourself, to Jesus, Bring. You know, there's two masters. My heart always goes on where I put God's money. Money is a master's today. But, uh, What I, what I imagined, I said, money is a good servant, but a bad master. You hear that? Money is a good servant, but a bad master. Do not let money lead you. You have to use the money and use it wisely. You need to be the master of the money, not the master, not money, your master. As the one who put the choice in God. The young man, money is good, money becoming his master. Where Jesus said, You can't serve both in Matthew 6. You cannot serve both. Either you let you serve God, the God, the creator of the universe, the, the omnipotent, the omnipresent, the omniscience God. The trust in God, or the, the, the eternal, the alpha and the omega, that the God we need to serve. But you cannot serve at the same time your money. Your money can become in your God the way you take it to. And then in Matthew, uh, Matthew 19, uh, 20, 25, 30, Jesus speak to the disciples and take them. We can both, we can both have a uh, God and money, but uh, we cannot serve both God and money. You can serve only one. Either way. Where you will see your money again, on an abundant way, or where you will never see it again. On the misery, on the poverty, on the suffering, on a pain, you know, on all, all kinds of disasters. You can imagine. My heart always goes where I put God's money, let me ask you these questions. Are you serving the white in the white treasury? Are you serving, excuse me, are you serving in the white treasury? That's the answer is me, is you, thinking about it. Are you seeing uh, from uh, the white perspective? Are you seeing with Jesus' eyes? Are you seeing with God's eyes? How do you see tomorrow? Are you serving the white master? Are you serving Jesus, the savior of the world? Or your money? It is a matter of your heart. Watch what happened when you relocated your money from temporal to from temporal thing to eternal thing. For where your treasure is, where there your heart will be also. This morning the choice is in your hand. Jesus tells you what way to go. And then he's strongly encouraging you do not put your money where the enemy can, uh, can, uh, can found it. Put it into God's kingdom. See, you know, got uh, Jesus' vision that, you know, see as, they, as Jesus see it. As Jesus said, or a, a very encouraging you spending into the kingdom of God, and you will get great joy, abundant joy. You know, and then uh, you will see the, the the magnificence of God, and then you will be with Him. He will have said, "You know, well done, well done." And this morning, may this word be a blessing to you. If you never bring your life to Jesus totally, to fully, and this morning bring it to Jesus, you might be in the church of all. Uh, for uh, a year, or two, or 20, or 80 years, but you never put, you give yourself to Jesus, this morning it is an opportunity to give your, your heart, your total heart to God. And it will teach you how to spend your life for eternity. Let's stand. If there is anyone who needs the Lord this morning, don't go. Don't go. Come right now. If there is anyone who struggles with giving, come right now. If there is anyone who didn't know before how to spend God money, take that opportunity. Because he's speaking to you and to me. And we call, worship team can come.